Aloha, everyone. Rabbi Rachel coming to you here from the Big Island of Hawaii. Oh, grateful to be here with you all right now. It is interesting times we are in. We're coming off of Purim. We're getting ready for Pesach. I have much to share from my travels. There's a lot going on in the world. But before we get to any of that, just become aware of the breath. If you're not driving a car and you can close your eyes, just allow them to shut. Just notice the breath. Not judging, but just noticing. Noticing how the breath flows in and out. without any thought required. This breath, this air, this life force that we all share. It reminds you there's something bigger than you breathing you. giving you breath. You are being breathed. Hmm. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech haolam, shehechianu v'kiamanu v'higianu lazman hazeh. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, eternal one, the creator of the universe, that gives us life, breathes us, sustains us. Thank you for bringing us to this special occasion, this moment. I am safe. And that's going to be the theme of this week's podcast, or this podcast. I am safe. In times of turbulence and chaos and turmoil, it's really easy to tune into that breath, to that consciousness, to that energy, to that frequency. And with everything going on around me, it's forced me to look internally at this even more. But when we stop and breathe and we remind ourselves that we're safe in our bodies, in our minds, and in our spirits, and that fear is an illusion, yeah, there's things out there that can be scary, but fear is ultimately an illusion. This feeling of safety and support is the feeling of the divine. <sighs> so... In these times of chaos and turmoil, it's hard not to talk about this. For me, I think of I am safe, the idea of safety, and I think of our root, our energy center. And one of the things I want to share about is I'm coming back from the Kenisa consultation in Connecticut, which was amazing. It was awesome. It was uh, Jewish leaders from all over the world coming together to talk about work they're doing that's all so... 
forward thinking and going to progress Judaism and spirituality and life and democracy in a whole new way that I was really, really grateful to be a part of. But it reminded me of this root, the root, the tribe, this this lower energy that we all connect to first, literally our feet on the ground, right? The way we heal our root chakra is actually to walk around outside barefoot, allow the earth to absorb through the feet. But this first feeling, this first energy center, this, this root, which is our connection to our tribe, which makes us feel like we belong. This is our sense of belonging, our sense of togetherness. This is where people crave community. This is where spiritual groups, religions, all these other things, yoga classes, this is what makes people tr- find their way there, the root, wanting to feel safe and together and a part of something that's bigger than us. And the reality is we all are a part of something bigger than us. The atmosphere and the air that we breathe and the breath that we take in and out, the breath that God gives to us, the the om in shalom, the ha in aloha, the this divine breath that connects us all is actually all the same thing. And that's pretty miraculous if you think about it. Like right now, you're breathing the same air that Joan of Arc and Jesus Christ and Abraham and Moses and all these other people shared at one point. And I realize now (laughs) when we're talking in an age of coronavirus, the idea of sharing breath might seem scary. But I think it's more important than ever to remember that. It's not scary. Fear is an illusion. We can always choose love. And when the collective consciousness mentality and vibration is one of fear and panic and turmoil, it's really easy to get caught in that. And our breath moves up into our chest. It's not down in our root. It's not near our belly and in our womb and in our sacral area. It moves up and that puts way too much stress on the heart. Way, way, way too much stress on our upper energy centers. But when we can come back to this feeling of safety and support, even if we don't feel safe within our world right now, but safe within ourselves, then we're doing our part to raise that breath, to raise that collective consciousness to a higher vibration. You know, they've done studies. It's been medically proven that fear shuts down your immune system. The more afraid you become, the more cortisol that releases stress and fear will literally shut down your immune system and spike your nervous system. I know this all too well from my battle with complex regional pain syndrome and overcoming an incurable illness that I recognize I gave to myself out of a place of stress and fear. We are so much more powerful in our minds and our thoughts than we give ourselves credit for. And when we contribute thoughts that are fear-based, that's the same as breath that's dirty, if you will, or, or air that's dirty, or virus. That's just as contagious, if not more contagious. I think everyone should be safe. I think everyone should listen to their local authorities and, and do what they feel in their heart is right. But as we're taking this time to go inward, I challenge everyone to really, really, really go inward. At the Kinesa consultation, I was honored to be able to lead a spiritual experience, and I called it Ahava Aina Asana. You know, Ahava is love in Hebrew, Aina is land in Hawaiian, and Asana is Sanskrit for a yoga pose. And it was a yoga class with some meditation, a little bit of chanting, oils and Reiki. But I talked in this class, and I spoke about the idea of the word yoga means union. The word aloha means hello, goodbye, peace, and love. In Hawaiian culture, the ha is the breath that we all share, like I said earlier. Shalom, hello, goodbye, peace, and love. Om, 
to me, is the breath that we all share. The, the sound that all beings make when the universe is in perfect harmony. They say this is the potential sound of the Big Bang. It, it, these ideas, though, that the ideas that we're all one, they all mean the same thing. And this all comes back to the root. This place where our spiritual journey as human beings begin is our root, the, the tree of life. And the universal understanding, if you have ever read um, Carolyn Mace, Anatomy of the Spirit, and if you haven't, I highly recommend that book. It's awesome. She talks about the Kabbalah tree of life, the Sephiroth, um, the Christian sacraments and the Hindu chakras and how they're all the same thing and prove that we actually have energetic bodies. But the first one is the root. And this is that collects us, connects us, to our collective energy, to what is bigger than us, this ha, this om, this root, if you will. So right now I feel that we are being given a choice to stand on the ground that we stand on and say, okay, I'm good, I've got this. The divine that's bigger than me, the one that's bigger than me has put me here for a reason. It's crazy times, it's interesting times, how awesome to be alive. And for whatever reason, I've been put here for this right now. I've been put in this moment in history. And in this moment, can I choose to recognize that, that I am safe? In this very moment, are, are you in harm? Or is love a choice over fear? I have a video on YouTube from forever ago where I talked about choosing love over fear because to me, I think that we're given that choice at any moment. Am I making a decision based on love or fear? Am I making a decision based on what I'm scared will happen? Am I operating in the past of, of resistance and anger and resentment? Or am I operating in the future of, oh my gosh, what if, right? Both of which are not the present moment. Or am I coming to the place of love and support and understanding and breath? Because when we come back to this place, we know we're good. We know we're good. And it, uh, yeah, I just, okay, that's all I'm going to say about the virus for this moment. And I want to talk a little bit more about Kinesa and how exciting that was. I had the opportunity to connect in so many ways with so many different people. And I'm really looking forward to broadening our spiritual community globally here in Hawaii and, and doing some things that I know are going to keep us on the spiritual path. Uh, it's really easy to get lost behind our devices and our phones and to think that's community right now. I'm looking forward to, after all this is said and done, coming back in space where we're really in the physical to come together. Um, while I was in New York City, I connected with a rabbi at Kanisa that I ended up connecting with in New York. She's part of the Jews of Color Initiative, which I'm really excited to get some work going with here on the island because I'm not a Jew of color, but I have Jews of color in my congregation, and I'm really looking forward to them being able to connect with them. But I had the honor of, in her congregation, uh, Romamu in New York, they have an artist in residency, and her name's Yael. She's amazing. But she was writing a regendered Torah, and a regendered Old Testament, a regendered Bible, where all the he is she. And I have photos of it in Hebrew and in English. And what I felt in my body when I read this is unbelievable when I think about what's happening now. And when we talk about this idea of the root and the community and and the collective consciousness. And for me personally, I think that we're historically in the year 5780, in the Jewish year, and we believe in the year 7000, something big's gonna happen. The Messiah's gonna come. 
We don't know if that's going to be a new age of consciousness. We don't know if that's going to be, you know, something else. Whatever that looks like, I don't know. But I know that when you think in large spiritual terms, 5780 and 7000 aren't that apart. So whatever is happening is happening for a much bigger reason. We're flipping things upside down. This is a time of massive transition where something like regendering the Torah can be done and is needed to be done. So it's really an exciting time to be alive, and I can't help but think of Passover coming up and, and the story of Exodus and of Egypt and of a people rising and, and all the times that in history, you know, Babylon, Rome, Sodom, that, that there's been these fat powers that rise and fall, but, but yet we look back in history and there's a bigger purpose that's so divine and beyond it in all ways. And I know for me, part of my mission as a rabbi is to wake everyone up to the fact that we are in biblical times, that we are in this moment that is no different than the stories that we read from our mystics and our prophets and those who've come before. Those who will come after are no different either. We are writing history in this moment. We are here. So I'm very grateful to be home and to be able to share all this energy. It's it's weird <laughs> at this time coming off Kanisa, but I feel like I got to attend possibly one of the last conferences that happened before all this. So that's pretty cool. And I'm going to be on their website doing some blog stuff, and I have a graphic that's going on there, and I'm really looking forward to sharing more and even more here in the community. Um, Passover's coming up. We'll see what happens with that. I'll send out an email. Stay tuned. But in the meantime, I have uh, just a little something that flowed through this morning. So here it goes. Love or fear, the choice is here. In this moment now, let me be clear. The world can be scary. This is true, my dear. But it is up to us which direction we steer. Do we numb with our devices, drugs or beer? Or do we choose presence and love, leave fear in the rear? When we are in crisis, which way do we veer? Do we stay low in vibration or shift up a tear? Can we be silent and still the divine voice we hear? Reminding us always love is greater than fear. Can we use this as fuel to kick us into gear? Because for me, I know, to the one we are near. This is part of the plan, the reason you're here, if we can just look beyond into the future we peer. In times of chaos, struggle, and strife, it's easy to question the meaning of life. Why do things happen? What is in store? Has the divine forsaken us? Can there be more? Lines for toilet paper going outside the door. The commotion and chaos can knock us to the floor. Stuck in our homes, what a bore. This moment is biblical, not fiction or lore. There is great shift happening to our earth and its core. Your presence is sacred, way more than a chore. There were ten plagues, remember, not one or four. We are always all one, rich or poor. God is love, not chaos and gore. When we are one, we are loud and we roar. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. Shaloha, everyone.